and hello everybody everybody hello and welcome to we synced it i synced it yes it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies tv and the entertainment in between i am one of your hosts pat and this is kev as usual oh what's up it's anthony <laughs> yes and we got a special guest here today we've got austin young how we doing guys how we doing all right uh how's everyone doing doing fantastic fantastic wonderful mm-hmm. all right um so oh we also have alexa here too alexa should i plug her in alexa say hi All right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and plug in Alexa, man. In. Remember, she's still a new intern. Yeah, she's, she's We're still not paying working her. Out. Alexa, say hi. Hi there. There we go. That works. <laughs> she's all proper like. <laughs> all right. So uh, last week, Pat and I went to go see Power Rangers. Yeah. Pat, what'd you think of Power Rangers? Um. After the whole thing about a uh, ghost in the shell, the hoopla about ghost in the shell, I thought Power Rangers was a a refreshing movie from um, from other things. There was a lot of things that came up, came into mind after we finished watching it. Like what? Um, one thing was, um, I mean, you know, just like little. I think it was just nitpicking because there was that one scene with the whole um, the car that got uh, the the minivan that got demolished. Uh-huh. Um. I don't know how the detectives in that town work, <laughs> but um, if a car got like hit by a train and nobody was in the car at all, wouldn't you at least notify the owner of the car and say that, yeah, your car was stolen or something? Yeah, like that? that's actually a really good point. That's so funny. So for those who haven't seen it, obviously, spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Power Rangers, uh, once they find their coins... Mm-hmm. Um, they take off because they found these coins at a mine, like a gold mine. Mm-hmm. The security is after, running after them. So they hop in a van um, and they get away. On their way from like being chased by the cops, There's a they see like they're on this road. There's a train coming along the tracks. Yep. And they're trying to beat the train, but they don't. They end up like it's like perfect timing. Like the train just comes and yeah. gam, they, they, The way that they shot it was pretty cool because you made them. It made you think that they were going to beat it just in time. Yeah, like you thought, like, oh, this is a regular movie. Like, these kids are going to, you know, they're not going to get hurt because yeah. kids don't get hurt in movies. Mm-hmm. But no, they actually, <laughs> that train <laughs> destroys them. They yeah. all black out. And then mysteriously, the next morning, they're all, like, in their bedrooms. They wake up without a scratch. And the power coins obviously gave them power. Yeah. How did they get to their bedrooms? Alpha Nobody five. knows. Alpha 5? Yeah. You think it was Alpha 5? I think that's going to be in deleted scenes. You're going to see them, like, gently just placing <laughs> them on their beds. <laughs> Yeah, put the little sheets over. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's a good point, though, because they left the van there. Yeah. And you would think police would just, you know, look at the license plate or yeah. the VIN number and mm-hmm. return it back. And they never did. They so. never did any of that stuff. <laughs> I was like, huh. Like, you only see the, what's it called? The Black Ranger. Not the Black Ranger. The Blue Ranger's. Uh, you only see the Blue Ranger's uh, mom once. And she, okay. <laughs> and his mom looked like she was at least 30-something years old. Which makes sense because he's supposed to be... Uh, wait, I mean, he, she had him young. She had him young. Jesus. But her, but his father in the picture looked mad old. <laughs> like he was like 40 or 50 years old. Maybe wow. she had money. 
Jesus, it was all weird. Or maybe he, he had money yeah. and she inherited. Yeah, but you only see the mom. You see the mom once. Her car gets stolen, and she doesn't even bring it up to the dude, like to the to the kid. I know he's on the spectrum, which which they actually drop that he's on the spectrum kind of shit. Is he has uh, Asperger's? He basically. has Asperger's and uh, stuff like that. they. We were talking about that. That whole little them telling telling us that he's on the spectrum was um, it was unnecessary. We really didn't want you guys to tell us that he was on the spectrum. Just show us kind of thing. And we'll figure it out on yeah, our we'll own. Yeah, we'll figure it out on our own. Um, <clears throat> overall, though, to give it a... It's way better than... Noah is right up there with Ghost in the Shell. I give it like one more notch than Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Um, I mean, overall, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it was fun. It was a fun it's movie. It's a fun movie for those critics who were so damaging to the film. Guys... It's a group of kids fighting aliens. Like it's <laughs> based coins. off it's it, it, it's based off of a TV show, and they drive Megazords based off of animals. Mm-hmm. Like, Some of those Megazords didn't you, look like animals. Yeah, they they didn't look like animals. But I'm I'm saying like, how do you make that into like a great film? It's hard, you know. Like in the show, they never explained why the Zords were dinosaurs, but in the movie, they did. They did. They actually did explain it. Really? And it, it actually it really made well. It, it actually a made sense. a lot of sense. It was like it made perfect sense actually, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And it made sense for like <clears throat> in the future uh, movies if the Zords would change because the what it said was that uh, these Zords take uh, they're like they transformers. The yeah, they take shape of yeah of whatever was the dominant uh, animal of, of that this, time. Of that time. So it was like, "Oh, okay." I see it. Oh, so that, when the movie yeah. starts, it actually starts in the Cretaceous era. Like you see dinosaurs, and there were Power Rangers on Earth, like aliens defending it. So their Zords took the shape of the animals that were in the area, oh. and it's actually the the response. It's actually because of the Power Rangers that the dinosaurs died. Yeah, because they're having a war with <laughs> Rita, Repulsa, and the Red Ranger says Alpha. Send the meteor now. Yeah. Like, send it to my coordinates. Mm-hmm. So a giant meteor comes to destroy Rita, but in that process destroys all the animals on Earth. And the Power Rangers. Yeah. And the Power Rangers. Like, he sacrificed. Like, sacrificed. they sacrificed themselves to mm-hmm. kill Rita. So, is, um, let me ask you a question. Is there a White Ranger in there? No. Nah. There's... She's the... Rita Repulsa is the Green Ranger. Yeah. That's why she's on all green, like, in the commercials and okay. stuff. Yeah. And so, she turned evil. Um, spoiler alert again, they do spoil the fact that the next movie is going to have the Green Ranger. Yeah. Um, you see all the kids are in detention and you see the guy that's like in charge of the detention area. He's doing a roll call and he says Tommy Oliver, which is the name of the Green Ranger. He's like, Tommy Oliver, Tommy Oliver. And then they show the chair that the kid is supposed to be sitting in, but it's empty, but he has like a green jacket over the chair. Yeah. And then it cuts back to credit. So it's like, okay. So Tommy's green. I thought Tommy was white. <clears throat> no, he, he started. Turns, he started as the Green yeah. Ranger, and then, then became. Yeah, white he lost Ranger. his powers. Like he lost his powers and then became the White Ranger. Wow. Oh. But um, <clears throat> let's see. Drama factor. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> they, you know, you they obviously try to go for like a more serious tone. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um. I, I agree with Pat that showing the that the Blue Ranger was autistic. They did it. It was too, like, it was like 
it was like, like shoved into your face like oh by the way i'm yeah. autistic like okay we're not in case you missed it he's yeah autistic. exactly <laughs> like it was like he went out and admitted it like oh i'm autistic like you don't have yeah. to say that you can be clever enough to like show us clues as viewers yeah um the whole thing about the uh the yellow ranger being queer like that was i i guess they wanted to... I, I did like the way that they revealed that when she says guy problem because the the black ranger he she said, said that, yeah he she's said, telling her story the black ranger says oh you have guy problems and she goes yeah guy problems but she says it very sarcastically yeah. and he's like wait girl problems and, and then she just stays quiet and you're like oh okay so She's so you're lesbianist. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I get it. But so there were. I mean, I think for that yeah, that's, for that that's part, it was, it was it was it was it was pretty good. Um, there were moments though that was Pat had mentioned this. It was like over the top dramatic moments Ooh. where it was so over the top that they it was back at the bottom. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like um, you see. It was like like watching didn't need someone that kind of drama. Yeah, they need that like it was too extreme. Like uh, Pat had made an example that in in the new Transformers movie, there's like a little girl crying because some evil Transformers killed her parents, and she's like, "I'm gonna fight back," <laughs> and she's crying. It's a Michael Bay movie. There shouldn't be any crying in Michael Bay movies. Like yeah. it's, he's an action director. Stop trying to be dramatic. You're not trying to go for an Oscar, so don't even yeah. try it. And in the scene in this movie, the black uh, the Black Ranger has. Like an emotional moment Ooh. where he's like telling the other rangers that his mom is sick and he's, you know, he starts crying and he starts doing one of these, but the crying is so fake. Everything. And Pat just like looked over at me. He's like, You see, man, this is bullshit. Like, we don't need this. <laughs> we don't need it. It, it was like, this. it was unnecessary. This is Power Rangers. The we movie don't need was, any crying. Yo, from there, from before that point, the movie was going like, Yeah, I like it. I'm liking the pacing. I like like the action, the what you call it, the, the montage. Because, you know, in, in action movies nowadays, they all got like montages of people training or something like that. I'm like, Okay, I'm into it. But then when they show, it was the fireplace scene. This whole thing about the community. And they're always, they're, you know, this is supposed to be like a bonding moment. I did not need him to, like, he overacted. We were talking about, he said, maybe this was the first scene that they shot. So there was no chemistry on set. Yeah. So they were just like, okay, you guys are supposed to be feeling for each other. Uh, this is the easiest scene since there's no CGI. So you guys just knock this out real quick. And then that was it. But, man, he was, yeah, it was, was unnecessary. What I think what should have happened is, like, these movies... Like uh, Transformers and Power Rangers should go the way of like Die Hard. There was no crying scene in Die Hard at all. It was all action. Like, and people loved that movie. There was no there was no time to uh, to like long for. Oh no, I lost my family. They did. They tried to do that in uh, what you call it? Die Hard. Uh, what's that? Uh, the one with Samuel Jackson. Part three, yeah, with part the vengeance. three, yeah, with the vengeance. They try to do that because every time he tried to call his wife, he would end up having to leave, and he just left the phone hanging or something like that. And it was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. You see that he's trying. You see the attempt of him trying to do it, and you know it, it just gives the audience that that moment of like, yeah, you know, he, hey, I mean, he tried. And then you see in the next uh, Die Hard movie, which was the trashy one, you saw that they were divorced, but it was like, oh. He tried, man. <laughs> he actually tried, but he had to save the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to save the world kind of thing. So I was like, uh, I get it. Um, they, man. But the movie was good. You guys should give it a watch for real. Action sequences. They play the original Power Rangers theme song at yeah. one point, which was like a cool surprise. Uh, Megazords were fun. 
we noticed something really funny. We were expecting uh, <coughs> when the Zords got together to make the Megazord, we were expecting like the transformation, like yeah. the show where you see them like like combining mm-hmm. like transformers, but you don't really see it. You it, it seemed almost like they were they ran out of time and didn't have time to finish that yeah. one scene. Um, so the way they played it off was actually kind of kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another sentimental do moment. You, okay, do you think <laughs> Power Rangers has a rewatch? value to it we watch from home yeah what about theaters no no okay i no. agree with you <laughs> no not in theaters but at home yeah like uh if it was on netflix i rewatch it because um i realized that uh that whole scene that the they're about to transform and stuff they're gonna get tossed into a pit or something like that so they're all gonna die that was sentimental but the 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 only sentimental part that I said that uh, that really struck a chord was when he was reaching for his father, when the Red Ranger was reaching for his father, and there was really no words in it, and all it did, all he all he was doing is like uh, his father's car got flipped over and it was on fire, and he reached in in the car, and they show this in the trailer, and he was like, "Give me a hand," and the dude was like scared. And he says, he says his name seriously, like he says, "Yo, give me your hand." And I was like, oh, the shots were good because they showed the hand. They showed it going out for him. And it was more than just the, uh, somebody saving someone. It was like him trying to save his father kind of thing. So I saw that. I'm like, okay, that's the moment that you wanted in the fire, in the fire uh, place, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's the emotion that I wanted. They also had that emotion when they were tossing the Zords into the fire pit because everybody was dying. So I was like, ah, everybody's dying. And they were like, oh, you know, if we're all going to die, we're going to die together, right? Kind of shit. And then that uh, transformation, which we didn't see, <laughs> but I was reading online and uh, someone uh, said that possibly that maybe the Zords have never transformed together before. I, I, I believe that because Rita's reaction when she saw the Megazord, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it was like, she's she never was saw that before. That. Yeah. And maybe because they went to that power crystal thing, maybe that made them transform together okay. kind of thing. I'm like, right. oh, okay. If that's the case, all right. So I guess that's a one-time, one-and-done yeah. kind of thing. You know what I really, you know what really like perked my ears, and I was like, oh, mm. all right. This, okay, you know how tr- movie trailers have like that overused song. Like remember, we were saying like in the '90s, there was always that song from the Cranberries that was overused. Oh yeah, and so for the So for the 2000s, I feel like, especially after the 2010s. Mm. The most overly used song was "Power" from Kanye West. That, yeah. uh huh, yeah, yeah, uh huh. So they play that song in the trailer, right? Yeah, and that song is played so many times in trailers, but it's never played in the movie. It was, and it was played in the movie. Yeah, and I was like, oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. And it was played at like the best, the best moment, time. like, I, like when they played it, I was like, yeah, yeah, this no, feels right. No one man <laughs> does not deserve all this, but he does not. <laughs> And it was like, even though I know it was like a woman, but like, yeah, she doesn't deserve all this power. I was like, yo, that's a pretty bad. Idea. And they kind of played with the beat a little bit. It yeah. wasn't like exactly the song, but like they mm-hmm. kind of like mixed it. I was like, all right. So how many power coins out of five power coins? Ugh. How much are you giving this? I'm giving this movie for its cheesiness and uh, sticking to the original content and actually expanding on the original yeah. content. I'm giving it a four. Okay. Four coins. Okay. I'm giving it four power coins out of five as well. Mm. But the, the real question is, was it better than the original movie? Oh, oh hell hells yeah. yeah. Hells now, yeah. Now, Pat, when we were leaving, he was like, <laughs> no, nah, nothing beats the original. Yeah. And I go, Pat, 
<laughs> you haven't seen the movie in a while, man. What's it's the original? There's the original Power Rangers isn't movie? There's like six different ones. No, but we're talking about the one that the first one that came like out. The first, the first movie. The first the movie. So which one which one's the uh, Mr. Goo movie? That's, that's my, the first one. That's top, bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's the so best one. So he said ever. the same thing. Yeah, I said the same thing. Watch the movie again. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Watch the movie again. I'm going to. Yeah, You're gonna realize sure. how corny that the movie Zord didn't have a face, man. It's like it didn't I, have a I face. Didn't even really it was, it was like, like a blank canvas. Yeah. The CGI looked like it looks like uh it they didn't finish rendering. Oh, they didn't finish rendering at all. Okay, okay. It's it's bad. The puns are bad. <laughs> the puns are bad. Are really bad. The villain is like just yeah. We're we're gonna talk about cheesiness. And oh yeah, we are gonna talk about cheesiness. Yeah, we're later. gonna talk about cheesiness later. Uh, so we're gonna so talk about that real too. Real quick though, on the Power Rangers though, how did they transform? Okay, you know, because it, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, the, the whole power then, thing. Yeah. What did so, the coin do itself? They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to. They have to like learn like, how to morph. They have to in the movie. Really? There's a process for them to learn how to morph. Because yeah. it's like, like you got to feel it. You got to believe it in order to. <laughs> I don't like it. Tell you about and like, and, and, <laughs> but like in the beginning, like it, it doesn't work for them. They, 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 you know, if they say it's morphing time, like it's gonna happen automatically. Yeah, that's What's fun. cool though is that, like the suit, is like embedded into their skin. Yeah, it comes almost. out of the pores, kind of. Thing. It's like it's like mm. minerals. Yeah. that start forming around their skin, and yeah. that's what creates their armor. Uh-huh. So it's not just some suit with a helmet, like. Right. Exactly. It's oh, like it's like awesome. something that's okay. like more organic. Okay. Yeah, it's what you call it. Like, um, they don't know how to do it yet. Like, just how to do it like naturally. So what they have to do is they have to go to, they have to go to Zordon, and they have to stand on these uh, pods or whatever. And from those pods, you know, they just. Uh, I guess they think about each other. I think like they, I don't know. It's like it's they like, got to care for people. They, yeah, you have to care. Like the thing is, they have to be one as a team. Yeah. In the beginning, they don't really know each other that well. Yeah. That's why it doesn't work for them. Yeah. So they start to so figure out things when um, they start to. I think well, they start like, saying, there, like there, they there's a scene, each other. Like for example, there's a scene where the Red Ranger and the Black Ranger they're gonna fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're fighting each other. They're like hitting each other, whatever. And the Blue Ranger comes to like stop them. He's like, guys. And when he splits them up, he automatically turns into the Blue Ranger. They're all looking at him like, how'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it was the fact that he cared for them, that he wanted to stop them. And they never figured that out. (laughs) Yo, because even in the whole movie, they never figured out why he turned into the Blue Ranger. (coughs) They figured out another reason, but... You would oh, think yeah. that you'll figure out like, oh, uh, and he was the, the what were you thinking? One, right? But he was the one, yeah, he was the autistic that's, one. He was, that's probably why he's blue. Think about it, you know, Auti- isn't that right? It, is isn't that the blue? color of autism? Yeah, blue is the color of autism. Really, I like blue. So did you think they, that was a double right there? Like they pushed oh. it on you? Plus he was the blue ranger. Oh, that was a du- that's too much oh, of a push. Man. I get. Well, it. I know that the Blue Ranger was. The, I know that the Blue right, Ranger yeah. was the nerdy one. Yeah. So I think I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to. Add yeah, because he it. was also nerdy, yeah, and right. he was also a terrorist. <laughs> he was also a terrorist. This kid, you know, yeah. this kid, apparently, according to the story, uh, the reason why he ended up in detention, mm-hmm. he made like a little bomb and like blew up his locker. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we were saying like, yo, in real life, dude, you'd be in prison. You'd you be wouldn't in prison. be in detention. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense why the the Guantanamo. cops having a. Which called found the owner of that vehicle because they just don't know how to cop. They don't know how to cop. They don't know how to detect or do any of their jobs. Because I mean, this kid is definitely supposed to be on CNN or Fox, and he's supposed to be like a mortar for something. He's supposed to be getting shipped to at least Africa or something like that, like becoming the next supervillain, just like the one who built that clock. All right, now let's move on to our throwbacks. Yeah, throwback flicks of the week. 
Uh, who wants to go first? Well, let's let the guests go first. All right. Um, throwbacks. Just any throwback? Which movie have you seen recently that's not like the hottest movie in theaters right now? And you think everyone else should watch it? And why? But I think everyone else should watch it. Let's see. Recently? You already told us your, your movie. Yeah. Oh, you want to change it up? I was thinking. Um, no, I'll say, you know, it's Men in Black. I said earlier it's Men in Black. I just seen that not too long ago. And the reason why is, I mean, because I feel like it, it was, to me, it was an instant classic. You mm. know what I mean? Like the Will Smith plus, you know, yeah, the, the, the action plus the comedy. It really, you know, ensued me and enticed. And then when they made the second one, it was that much better. Yeah. There was more comedy, more action. Plus, they kept it, you know, kind of simple, sweet to the point. Yeah. Aliens are here. We know they're here. We have these guys to help. Plus, the comedy. Men in Black. Now, earlier, you told me you were into, like, conspiracy theories. Is oh. that another reason why you, you like Men in Black? Well, yeah, that that could definitely tie into because it. Because that know, is a secretive. conspiracy theory, too, right? That, oh, oh, yeah. The Men in Black, like, people taking pictures of Men in Black and stuff like oh, yeah, that. for sure. I mean, oh, I believe it. I mean, I'm not going to say it and say I don't. I really do, you know? Yeah, I mean, that movie stuck with me. I mean, uh, shoot. There's one scene that always sticks with me, and it's when uh, he's doing the whole training scene. That whole montage of him doing the training scene always sticks with me. But when he had to uh, write on the notepad, he oh, yeah. had to take the test. Yeah. yeah. He punctures the hole through it and stuff like that. It's when he drags the that little table over. Because yeah. I remember being in the movie theaters being like, why don't you just use that? Yeah. Table. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't you didn't realize it was gonna be that heavy. Yeah, <laughs> right. He he dragged pull it. it. He even uses like the side of the pod that they're yeah. in. Yeah. And, to write on it. and then when the uh, he told like while he was writing down on it, he told the dude next to him, he says, hey, "My man, you want to get down on this?" And bro, yo, I could not stop laughing, man. Oh my gosh, that whole scene Love with it. the you want to get down on this. Because I could imagine me doing that. Like, I mean, we might as well just share the wealth. I'm over right. here. We got a table. <laughs> There's a scene where Tommy Lee Jones is talking about, like, the, an alien invasion with this other older guy. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith is, like, calling out to them. And they're not paying attention to him because they're just talking about this alien invasion. Mm-hmm. And then he just cuts the conversation by saying, hey, old guys. <laughs> and they stop talking. And I've always wanted to do that. And now I realize, like, it's too late. Like, I'm the old guy. Oh, so like, too late. I, I love, I love um, the end, the end battle with the with the roach. Yeah. When when the ship is coming at them and it hits the floor and the dirt starts coming ter- their way, like they have that that badass scene where they're both staring at what's coming at them, and Will Smith's like. Like you see what's oh, going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we better move. You see what you see what's and coming Tommy at Lee us, Jones right? is just standing. Yeah, he's at just it. standing there, and Will Smith's like, "You see what's coming." <laughs> at us, no, the best yeah. scene's got to be the uh, when he's in the training, but he's shooting, mm-hmm. and he shoots. Oh, he shoots the little, little girl, <laughs> and he asks him why he's shot. And he's like, "She's obviously he's a bunch of brothers in the hood." Yeah, like, little girls. <laughs> this dude just hanging out. <laughs> and he was hanging on to a freaking thing. But the real reason was because she had a book. It was like a yeah. physics book. Like, yeah. yo, she shouldn't be reading that. Like, she's planting a bomb or something. Like, it's... Oh, man. So, yes, Men in Black. Men in Black. Men in Black, 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 Black Men in Black, the ride at Universe Studios. Classic. That's another classic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know you can see that little girl inside the ride, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that little girl with the physics book. <laughs> and, you know, Steven Spielberg is on the ride. Really? Yeah. One of the... It's, a, it's oh, actually... It's, like, the best-known secret for... 
that ride. Uh-huh. There's a there's a robot that has his like a, he's reading a newspaper, and at one point he puts the newspaper down Steven Spielberg, and if you shoot him, mm. you get like a million points. Really? Yeah. Fuck. It's actually pretty. Cool. That's why I never win. I, I always blame the gun. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this gun that I have is it's like it's janky or something. I can't, <laughs> can't use it. Still in I'll shoot him next time. There we go. <laughs> A million points. Huh? Right on. What about you, Anthony? What's your throwback? Uh, mine was now that I thought about it, because we're scanning through Netflix. Uh, Escape from New York. Mm. It's a good um, one. What was it? Eighty-one, I believe it came out, mm-hmm. directed by John Carpenter, and that snake's pl- snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. Yep. <laughs> and the plot basically is it's it takes place in what nineteen ninety-seven or some shit like that, and they built they converted new york city into like a prison for inmates but like the really really bad ones and they just kind of dropped them off there and um what is it the president of the united states ends Mm. up uh his plane he's flying over new york city and terrorists take over his plane and he ends up getting into a pod and shooting his way down to new york city where they have all these prison inmates and it's one of these rescue missions where they get Snake Plissken to uh, rescue the president. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's. They try to make it look kind of like post apocalyptic New York City. Yeah. Um, Detroit. Try to make it look like Detroit. What? <laughs> uh, they're trying to make New York look like Detroit. <laughs> they're trying to make post apocalyptic New York look like modern day Detroit. Modern day Detroit yeah. or, you know. Oh, uh, what Mad Max kind of? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But just in a city, city yeah. form. Um, it had a low budget, from what I read. Really? Yeah, really low budget. Um, we, we I think next... all. Of, I think all of John Carpenter's movies were low budget. He never made like a really like a blockbuster budget type of film. Like all of his movies were like independent. Alexa, what was the budget on Escape from New York? Sorry. Sorry. I, I can't find the answer to the question I heard. Thank you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, the, the main character of the film, you end up, he ends up being some, f- uh, kind of like a Batman character, like a, a vigilante. Like mm. a good guy, but he's doing bad things. Bad like things. Han Solo. Yeah. He he kind of he has his, his history of, of um, I think what was it that he was like uh what is it when you're uh when you're like a, a soldier uh, and they take you out of the army for something oh for uh, like a, something discharge oh dishonorable dishonorable, dishonorable, dishonorable discharge. discharge yeah I think I think that's his background um, you know and I just read recently Robert Rodriguez is remaking that film. Yeah, look at look at okay, so I really hope you know, you guys didn't see Pat's reaction obviously on his face. But his reaction on his face is exactly what I'm feeling deep down inside, yeah. which is like uh, I, you I, I saw that you were gonna go with uh they're gonna do a remake and I was like, All right, okay, but as soon as you said Robert Rodriguez, yo, as much as I respect him, dude, I respect his craft, I respect I can't say his work because some of his work is like uh for a majority, if I put like all his work in a in a class all by itself, I don't like the Spy Kids movies. Hate those movies. Desperado, you had me at one. <laughs> you had me at one. Uh, what else movies did From he Dust make? Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Yo, 
great thing. His whole uh, TV uh, TV channel that he got, brilliant. But if I take a, all his stuff that he's done together, it's like, oh my gosh, I got questions. I gotta know if they see, is he gonna edit it too? Because if he's gonna edit it, nah, man, I'm not okay. on board. Sin City, he did good, but he had other editors editing. Yeah that movie and on top of that there was a scene that he told uh quit tarantino like hey you can edit this scene and it was the scene that had to do with the red car where uh they when they chopped off the guy's head that's the scene that quentin tarantino directed and i mean it's quentin (laughs) tarantino-esque so i'm not a fan of uh him doing it, but I know that he will stick to the actual. Um, I mean, will he yeah, though? John, John Carpenter. Look at what he did to Predator. I like that movie, but he didn't stick to the original content. But I like the movie. The premise <laughs> of it was pretty cool. Oh, we're just gonna get all these. No, I remember when we were talking about that before. It was like, why would you? And they're remaking it again. Not that same premise. Not the same premise, but they're remaking the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. What? Can't wait yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. Um, Who's doing it? Uh, Shane Black, the guy that directed. No yeah, man. Your guy. Okay. So I'm down. <laughs> He's ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, damn, Raul Rodriguez, huh? You know what? I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> of course. You know, jo- uh, John Carpenter gave his blessings. He did? Yeah. I don't think he cares anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sometimes I know, yeah, I know sometimes so people good. are like, "Oh, he gave his blessings," but it's Dude. like, um, let's say that you you made something like, like a student project that you made, and someone who who goes to AI wants to say, "Oh, I like, can I get your script?" Are you gonna be like, "Nah," you might yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Look at James Cameron. James Cameron gave his blessing for Terminator Genesis. Look how that turned out. That was horrible. Giving blessings is not enough. I need more. I need you to be <laughs> as a producer or something. <laughs> if you say that you're, uh, oh, uh, John Carpenter's, John, uh, he's also uh, producing it. Like, oh, okay. That means that he wants to be involved in this thing. Yeah. But, like he, uh, like the new Halloween remake. Yeah. Is, Yes. Wait, is it re- no? It's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. He's producing it's, it. Yeah, because it's not going to be part one. Oh, it's, it's going to be part, part two. two. Yep. Wait, Rob Zombie's not doing that one. No, he's not. No. Fuck that. No. Do you Rob, do you like the Rob Zombie ones? I do. You do really? the I Halloween do. ones? I really do. Movies? I yeah. really do. He's Both got actually Rob. Yeah, Rob Zombie's got a new movie. I'm, I can't wait to see. Thirty one. Thirty one. That's gonna look insane. Oh yeah, I like the Rob Zombie ones. Well, Just for the fact that I like how um, ridiculous Michael was. Because no, he was that, just like he, he was just like the beat just my moral trial. You, you, you've seen Scream, yeah. They they said a line that stuck with me forever. At the end, when uh, when Nev Campbell finds out that her boyfriend and uh, the other guy, yeah, are the killers. Yeah. She's asking like, why are they doing this? And he's like, it's the millennium. No, we don't need a motive. We don't need to know why Norman Bates killed his mom. We don't need to know any of that. And like the Halloween movies, like they ex- they really explain right, right. The, the kid and yeah, no one cares about that. No. Everyone cares about <laughs> no. the mask, right? Exactly. And Michael Myers. Hmm. Yeah. I heard they're also doing one around scary. Another Jason? Is that true too? Have you guys heard? Oh, they actually about that? they canceled that. They canceled it. Yeah, they canceled they, they, uh, they got a game coming out though. You might yeah, want to check that I've out. Seen the game. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Damn, um, they, canceled, they canceled the Jason. That I sucks. can't believe that. I was so excited for that. Yeah. Pat, what was your throwback? Um, my throwback is going to be, uh, I'm thinking They Live. Because I did see that recently, and 
that movie will forever be a classy. Uh, it's a classic movie for me. And on top of that, it's cheesy as hell. I mean, everybody keeps on saying lines for the movie. Uh, I'm. I only. Came, I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a little kid, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> he's all out of bubble gum, you guys. <laughs> you know what that means he's gonna kick some ass. <laughs> R.I.P. Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> he passed away. Yeah, man. Yeah. Passed away. Was it last year or the year before? Oh my god! He passed away when Ronda. Rousey I think I knew that, but I was, forgot. Uh, yeah, when knew. Ronda Rousey was like popping. Okay. Uh, well, my throwback is actually going to lead into our main topic. My throwback is Mortal Kombat. Uh, Pat and I watched this after we watched uh, Power Rangers. We started to feel like nostalgic and wanted to watch like '90s stuff, so we watched Mortal Kombat. Um. The movie definitely has its cheesy factor. It definitely has like those moments where you're like, okay, why is this happening? This makes no sense. Uh, Raiden was totally whitewashed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But I think that might be the best movie based on a video game. Does anyone disagree? Mm-mm. That is the best. Best one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. Like but I'm you know what? I'm I think it wins by default, kind of thing. So it's not really, it's not really a win. It's like you won because the other team didn't show up. Oh, right. you really right. celebrate? Because I don't even, even think of any other off my hand. And the, like the Halo movies don't count, obviously. No, but I'm talking about like a movie that like yeah, no, premiered yeah. in theaters, like a real legit yep. film. I mean, let's go down the list. We got Mario Brothers. Horrible. Fuck. We no. We're gonna. Oh yeah, we're gonna so go into this have, list. We have House of the Dead. Oh, we got Resident Marvel. Evil. Resident Evil. Oh, I forgot about Resident Evil. But Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry. I, w- I would rather watch Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah, I would rather Prince watch of Mortal Persia. Kombat. Prince of Persia. No, you oh, got the last one. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider, Street Fighter, Double Dragon. Oh, I love Double Dragon. That was what. Huh? You like Double Dragon? It was one of those nostalgia movies for me. Wow. <laughs> it's weird, though. It's weird, that movie. About Tekken. You guys seen the movie Tekken? Yeah, I actually saw I that. Seen oh, that. Dead or Alive? Dead or oh, Alive. They made a movie of that? Yeah. It's actually wow. considered the worst movie of all time. Really? <laughs> okay. It actually took the mantle of like of all time. Wow. Um, all right. So you guys, yeah, definitely brought in the horizons for me. So, yeah. So <laughs> I was Mortal, like, I don't hear none. You guys are like, well, this So is Mortal Kombat, <laughs> you know, one of the plus sides to this movie, probably one of the best soundtracks for a video game oh, yeah. movie, right? Oh, best best yeah. theme song? Best theme song. It should have won an Oscar, I swear <laughs> to God. It was, my ring, to God. it was my ringtone in eighth grade. Yeah, for sure. to be honest, like, you hear that song. You get pumped. Yeah, you get pumped. You're ready to go instantly. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a scream. I don't know who screamed that. But he, he found the perfect pitch, the best producer. Everything. It was it, it was it was the nineties techno was hot, yeah. so they oh had it all. See if Alexa will play it. Can you, I can oh. just imagine. Alexa, can you play the theme song to Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat theme game theme by Mysterious Theme. I don't know if I want the game theme. No. I need the faster. Alexa. Stop. <laughs> Alexa, can you please play the theme from the Mortal Kombat film? Hold up. Alexa. Oh, we're going to play this. Spotify, the Mortal Kombat theme song. Alexa, 
Can you please play the theme song from the film Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat theme, game theme, by Mysterious the theme. theme. Man, I want the film. Alexis, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Oh my god. It's okay. It's okay. Alexa. It's all right. Play Mortal Kombat theme song. Let's well, gonna play it again. Mortal Kombat theme, game theme. Stop. By Mysterious. Alexa, theme. stop. No. Man. I want that. Ba -da -ba -da. Alexa, stop. <laughs> she ain't gonna find it for us. No. We gotta. I kind of just wanted to hear him scream more. <laughs> I think it's just gonna be just the hey, what you call it. Why did the, if he the person who recreated it? Why they go so slow? You know the song is faster than <laughs> that. That bam, 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 bam. Oh my god! Like they were it's dialing a number. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right. So now that we've discussed Mortal Kombat, we're all on the same page. We all enjoyed it. Why did we enjoy it? Um, why? What, what, what was about the movie that we enjoyed? The powers had to be the fighting plus the powers. The fighting, the powers, the so, fighting for his time. It came out like what? Uh, Alexa, Wikipedia Mortal Kombat movie. I think it was like 2000, 1999. Mortal Kombat is a nineteen ninety five American 95. fantasy martial arts film written by Kevin Droney, directed by Paul W S Anderson, produced by Lawrence Kasanoff, and starring Robin Shu, Lyndon Ashby. Bridget Wilson okay, thank and you. Christopher Lambert. Alexa, stop. Tell me. <laughs> now, isn't there, no, isn't there an, a second one called yeah. an Annihilation? Annihilation. But we're, no, we're, we are going to discuss it. We are going to discuss it. It's, it's horrible. The sequel oh, is horrible. But that, that, okay, so this is the topic. My bad. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. How can you properly adapt a video game into a good movie? Mm. Because this has been attempted so many times in Hollywood, they still haven't figured it out. They figured out how to make good comic book movies. How do you make a good video game movie? So, Mortal Kombat. It, you know, it's stuck to the content, yeah, right? Stuck to it. Did it make sense? Nope. But neither did the game. It's and just they people fighting each other. to everybody. But people who play the game, we really didn't care. We just want to see our characters. Right. I think what they tried to do is they just tried to... You know, they just try to go for the the broader audience. They don't try to hit their core fans, kind of thing. And that was around the same time that they were always doing that. Remember, like in the nineties when um, they would even Prince of Persia. It was like, no, nah, I'm not going to stick to the original content. I'm just going to. I need to hit a broader uh, audience. And I think uh, Jerry Bruckheimer has something to do with that movie. Yeah. And I mean. Only thing that was cool about the movie was uh, when he was running on the sand and he did a backflip, which is impossible because I've run on <laughs> beach before and doing a backflip, you're going to fall on your goddamn neck. But he did a full black backflip that was like, he had to jump like 10 yards, 15 yards. Oh, no way. Impossible. <laughs> impossible. But yeah. See, but now if the, now if they were to make a movie off the new Mortal Kombat that came out, mm. that would be cool because in the new ones, okay, there's more so, of a story. Okay, it would be cool, but how do you make it cool? Because they made you a sequel to Mortal Kombat, which was horrible. Oof. So take, I would take the exact game and go through the campaign and make the campaign a story, or I would look at the backstory of the characters and make a movie out of that because like there's characters on there like Jackie Briggs. Or Casey Cage. That's Sonya Blade and Johnny Cage's daughter. Jackie Briggs is uh, Jax's daughter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They put a lot of children in this new okay. one. Do you think that that could possibly hurt the movie, though? Because let's let's take uh, Mario Brothers, for example. Mm. 
Mario Brothers did not stick to the original content. They tried to make sense by telling stories of like, all right, the Mario Brothers are plumbers, and then this girl is an activist, but she's actually Princess Daisy, yeah. and that there's another dimension. And it's yeah. like, they tried to explain so much that it was like, where the fuck are the Mario Brothers? I just want to see a right, fucking mushroom. Right, right. And we were talking about that movie, and we were saying that uh, at first we were like, there's no possible way that you can turn Mario Brothers into a live-action movie. But then we were saying, like, if you were to make it go the way of, like, Lord of the Rings, kind of, like, you see, like, two plumbers from nowadays who maybe they're plumbing, as plumbers do, and um, they fall into, they go into a sewer, they make a mistake, and they end up in, uh, like, Narnia kind of thing. Okay. And now they're over here fighting, uh, was that Goombas? Mm-hmm. And turtle things and stuff like that, and we're saying like the boss, King Koopa, yeah. has to be. He doesn't have to be. We don't want him to be like a human, a human guy. We want him to be a big ass turtle looking dude, like yeah, a, yeah, a sure. monstrous kind of guy. Like uh, what's the name of that show that came out uh, a long ass time ago? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Like you remember how his boss was? Yeah. Like. I wonder how the hell did he get into work and get out of work because he could barely fit into that fucking place. He should be as big as that. Okay. And I, I think it would be cool. It would be cool to make uh, Mario Brothers into like a quest kind of thing. Like they grab these items and stuff. You Oh, take this flower. And he's like, what the fuck is this flower going to do? And, you know, maybe later on he doesn't use the flower at all. He's just fighting with his plumber tool, which is like a wrench or something like that. And then next you know, he uses the flower, or the flower and he... He sets shit on fire. Okay. Kind of stuff. So let's let's quickly make a list. I mean, mm-hmm. let's say we want to make a video game movie. Yeah. So do we try to stick to the original content or do we try to create our own story and like try to make it make sense? Oh, like it has to go like like it has to be like an extreme like yeah. we're going to stick to the original content. Mm-hmm. Fuck it if it doesn't make any sense. Or we go the complete opposite direction and no, let's actually, you know, humanize Goro and trying to show the 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 story of Goro. <laughs> like, let's explain why he has four arms. Like, no, like, no, should we? We? Want, we want the powers. We want the four <laughs> arms. You know, the six yeah. eight. Just like uh, Power Rangers, you can always just stick to original content while just have a sprinkle of like reality. Okay. And if you want to expand on the Power Ranger universe, as they did, that's right. fine. Like, just expanding on certain things that, I mean. Everybody who used to watch the Power Rangers didn't know that why they turned into dinosaurs. It was just like, oh, they're dinosaurs. That's cool. We knew that right. they did it for toys. You know yeah. what I mean? Just so they could sell the toys. Oh, dinosaurs. Everybody liked dinosaurs. Turn them, turn them into goddamn dinosaurs. But, I mean, the fact that it says, oh, this whole history about it happened in the whatever that century was kind of shit, that made us like, oh, okay. Now everything makes sense. It's like they're closing doors that were open years ago. It's like, oh, shit. All right, I ain't got to worry about this. Closing investigations that were open years ago. Cold cases. (laughs) That's what Um, they were doing. Obviously, we got to show, you know, what the fans want to see. We want to see Sub-Zero freezing someone. We want to see Laura Croft, Lara Croft, Laura Croft, whatever you call her. Laura Crofton. You want to see her fucking (laughs) jump in over obstacles and trying to, you know. We want to see... we want to see straight up zombies in a Resident Evil movie. We want to yeah. do. We want to be scared. Um, what else? What else do we need to make a um, really good adaptation to a video? Well, game? you want to see Mario get that star, and just be like 
what you call it, that star. I mean, if they want to keep it real, that star could be some type of drug. <laughs> do you think? Do you think <laughs> if if you got a video game and try to make it into the real world, it would? Um, what's this movie? Doom. I was thinking. No, that. um, I, I was watching it the other day. This movie with uh with Michael Sarah. Oh, Scott Pilgrim versus yeah, the world. Yeah, you know how how it's set in the real world, but when he fights, it turns into a complete video game. Video okay, game. that's that could be cool too. They could have done that with Double Dragon, and that would have worked out because they actually made a video game based off of Scott Pilgrim, yeah. the, the movie, and it plays out. It plays out well, like it blends in perfectly. It's like a two D. Um, yeah, remember we were watching it at yeah. the one place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool, cool, yeah. cool game that's based off of the movie, which is based off of the comic book. So if they want to do, I mean, to do that, the Double Dragon would have been awesome. Because then it would have been campy, it would have been cheesy. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? They have the little uh, level up, power ups kind of thing. I mean, if they do it now, it's just going to seem like they're just ripping off a of Scott Pilgrim. Because as bad as it did in the box office, a lot of people like that movie. Yeah, it's a cult classic. Yeah. Typical I mean, classic. Um, I think that's Michael Sierra's best work. I mean, other than uh, uh, Arrested Development. This is the end. <laughs> that too. <laughs> For sure. When he's in the bathroom getting a blowjob. Hands down. Drinking a Capri Sun. Hands down. <laughs> the best. Come on in. I was like, no way. Best part ever. What video games need to be made into movies? Speaking of Mario, the Luigi game that he's getting—he's like ghosts. That would have been a, a Luigi's good ad- Mansion. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would have been a good ad- Luigi's ad- Mansion. adaptation. Yeah. So you think that needs to be made into a movie? Because think mm-hmm. about it—you can get elements of Ghostbusters into that. Okay. Plus, yeah. Plus Mario. Yeah. Or you could have it. like the Ghostbusters meet Mario, the Super Mario Bros, or, mm-hmm. or Luigi by himself, or yeah, something or other. What, what about that other game? Uh, oh. Shoot. Uncharted. I mean, Uncharted. Last of Us. Anything oh. by Naughty Dogs needs to be turned into a movie. Crash Bandicoot. No. Because <laughs> all their all their all their move all their uh, video games. Um, I never played uh, Last of Us, but I remember when I was like, you know what? Let me see if I should get this game. And I watched the first video on YouTube. I watched the whole goddamn game because I was like, yo, this shit is awesome. I and know. I would just, and that thing was so good. It but had a th- lot of drama in it. But do you think that if they make a movie, that'll ruin it? Like it'll ruin that? Like oh, it just because yeah. it won't live up to the what the video hell game did? Yeah. No, the video game was top notch. Yeah, like it was, yeah, it was a movie in itself. Yeah. Really, you can just watch it. I remember they uh, Uncharted. They actually had a commercial about uh, what you call it, making it a movie because uh, this guy who was he says, "Hey, um, I'm playing this game, and my girlfriend thinks that we're watching a movie. What should I do?" Play the game. Because <laughs> he was just constantly playing the game Uncharted, and his girlfriend was like, wow, this character kind of... I mean, Uncharted is basically like uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, they, they, they're witty. And the way that they shoot it is like a movie. Because yeah. all they do is they shoot it... Uh, they got a motion capture suit, and they're in this big-ass uh, room, and they just put they just do the actions of the characters like there's a camera that's right there they have the little dots on their face and they act it out so all they do is just put you know CGI on them and i mean how hard would it to to just get those actors to to do certain things i mean to do it in real life get a get a light crew all right so why don't we stuff. do this 
Let's uh, let's create an assignment for next episode. Alexa, stop listening. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> let's create uh, an assignment for next week. Find a video game mm-hmm. that you think should be adapted into a good movie, mm-hmm. and find your cast. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Video game and cast. Find your cast, and for our listeners, that assignment goes to you too. <laughs> Everybody, we want, to, we want to hear your feedback. How are we on time? Um, we're at uh 48 minutes. 48? I yeah. thought we were already past an hour. Nah, we still got some time to go, we still got some time to kill. Um, I mean, what we were talking about uh yesterday was that uh, it goes along with this whole thing. Is that uh, did anyone here see life? Cool, did you guys see life with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in space alien? No, not yet. no. Nobody saw that movie? Well, we're only two people who saw it. We're only two people who suffer from it. Actually, <laughs> I think really Passenger... Is that bad? Passenger was better than the movie Life. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, while I was watching Passenger, I was like, this movie is better than Life. Not the... Life was so... Not the Eddie Murphy, Martin what was Lawrence wrong movie. with Life? Life was... <laughs> it was too generic. Like, it was... Are we going to do a spoiler it, alert? Oh, we always... For those, I mean, guys, <laughs> you've been listening to our podcasts for how long? Un, I mean, for how long now? Like, dude, in every episode, we spoil the shit. Like, if if you didn't know, we spoil the you're shit. You're gonna know. Shit. Now you know. Now yeah, you know. We, spoil we shit, every shit. we spoil so was everything. It, was it Jake himself, or was it the acting, or um, what was terrible? Was about it, it the great Ryan Reynolds? Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan <laughs> he Reynolds. Said the the great great Reynolds. Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds. They did a smashing job. Ryan Reynolds, he was gone within 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> gone in 15 minutes of comic relief, gone. Man. And he wasn't even that funny. Like, he had, like, two jokes. Yeah, he had, like, two jokes. He was supposed to be... They they made Ryan Reynolds the, you know, like, the central character. Like, you know, there's always that one character that everybody relates to yep. kind of yeah. thing. He was that character. And then they get rid of him. <laughs> so now you're just watching everybody else. Like, all right. <laughs> do whatever you guys got to do. Because... Yo, we didn't give a fuck about people about dying. any other characters. Nobody like no we didn't one. care. As soon as Ryan Reynolds died, we're like, oh shit, that's it. And then, I'm done. um, it's just the movie didn't have a soul, man. It was mm-hmm. like that night, like we were walking out, and I was expecting so much more. Like, okay, the movie was trying to be like Alien. It was trying so hard to be like the film Alien. It's about a group of astronauts on this one spaceship. There's an alien killing all of them. But Alien had so many good moments in it, so many memorable moments, moments that stand the test of time. This movie, I don't remember any moment where I was just like, oh, shit. Like, none. Everything was cliche. Uh, Everything was a cliche. Like, I knew exactly what was going to happen next. There's a, a little bit of a twist at the end of the movie. I called it. As soon as it happened, I was like, I even pointed at the screen. I was like, Pat, that's what's happening. And then it happened. I'm like, there, I called you, it. So you felt like you wrote the movie, basically. Yeah. Because you like, could call it out the whole time. It's, yeah, it's that's just terrible. It's very predictable, very generic, no twists, nothing. It was. Mm. The twist is a twist that you've seen before. It was like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A cliche twist. Um, and then, like, the alien itself. The alien, I mean, what was cool about the alien was that it got smarter, like, by the second. Oh. Like it was adapting to everything, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Right. Physically, the alien was not intimidating at all. I didn't think. Like, I think the alien from Alien is scary as shit. Yeah. Right. This oh, one yeah. is like it's like a little like Jello starfish mm-hmm. thing that turns Yo, big. And the thing that made me mo- the most upset is that 
I'm sick and tired of smart people being dumb in movies, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm sick and tired of that it's shit because it's like you're in a spaceship. You made it to space. <laughs> you gotta be so qualified to make it into space just to make it to the academy. All these people are fucking like geniuses. They're the best of the our whole world basically because they yeah. had everybody from all around the world over the in this spaceship. So they're the best of everybody from around the world, and they're not they're not being smart about this. You guys yeah, like there were a lot of moments where Pat and I were like, "Why did he do that?" They're like, come on, man! What like, I would have done that. That's so stupid. Like, yeah. like you can't program nothing. Like, nothing can get can be programmed. It was it was a whole bunch of like. They said it's human error, but it's like, nah, it's, that's not human error. That's just what what is that? Uh, manifest destiny when it's just like, but it's the opposite of that shit because everything <laughs> was just dumb shit happening. It's like in a horror movie when. Uh, when the person runs right by a car that's running and shit like like when they get out of the car they see a dead body and rather than jump in the car and just drive backwards and drive off they run they run away from the car and they just run into the in the woods towards that fucking house and shit yeah. like, why would you do that that car got full tank of gas <laughs> everything you just gotta tune up on it and you wanna leave the car why would you do that it just doesn't make any sense and yo the same thing you know stupid yeah. I, I'm sick and tired of that kind of stuff. You know, I, I blame it because um, I remember when I went when I was in a Miami Dade and I went to uh, what you call it? I went to the film academy, and what they did was uh, I remember my teacher told me that you gotta th- you gotta think of the audience as being stupid. That was she told me. So you gotta write the script so thinking that the audience is stupid because that's the only way that they're gonna. That's the only way they're going to get stuff. And to me, I was like, well, I got to think that they're stupid. People uh, are generally smart. I mean, they, they no. everybody knows if you tell people what's two plus two, they're going to see it as four. Yeah, I find that insulting when I'm watching a movie. Yeah, where they're like, like explaining every little thing that I totally could have gotten if they yeah, wouldn't have explained like, it. I'd rather watch a movie that's going to make me think. Yeah. And, re- and like I have to question things in my mind and then, oh, man, that was brilliant. You yeah. know? Just, it's just like a good book. You kind of you want to be there. Yeah, you know I mean, you want to feel like you're a character in the movie. Yeah, instead exactly. of being, it, yeah, like you said, explaining like you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like they're on a planet. They're doing this. Like there's we know snakes that. And you there's know? snakes on those planes. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good movie makes you think. That's for sure. Yeah, man. It just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, maybe. I mean, Hollywood is getting smarter. Are they? Or are they dying? Are we doing more <laughs> more more asteroid movies? Isn't that like the like because we just had um what was it Martian? Yeah. With which that was good. That was mm-hmm. no no critique there. That was good. Mm-hmm. But I mean I th- I feel like we're doing more and more space movies. I mean everybody passengers wants to explore the unknown now. I mean we. I, th- I think it's just a bunch of them just came out around the same, same time. time. But so. I think it's it's that the good thing about sci-fi is that like I think anyone can make a sci-fi. Like it's such a like it's a genre that literally anyone can write a script about because no one knows anything about space, no right. one knows anything about spaceships, no one knows anything about NASA. So you can literally write anything, and people are like, "Oh yeah, that's, yeah." As long as it's cool, like, yeah. As long as it clicks, like as long as yeah. it like it blends, like you could yeah. base like uh, the TV shows and everything like that. Every what's that um what's that TV show that people like Farscape. That show was like out of fucking left field. 
but I really enjoyed that show because it um, it answered all these different questions like uh, how the hell do aliens understand each other from in all these uh, alien TV shows like how are they all speaking English on the first episode you see that he gets picked up by this alien spaceship and then as he's getting uh, choked by one of the aliens that is speaking another language one of these devices one of these androids walk over to him and injects him with this uh, serum that goes into his brain and it translates everything to English so he can understand it and I'm like oh shit yeah I'm like yo that is brilliant so now you can go on any planet and then it'll just translate it but like you see but like you have the ability to but you but you have the ability to create like to imagine something like that if you're making a comic book movie, mm. the source material's there. Anybody yeah. can read it and be like, uh, no, you fucked up, man. This is yeah. not accurate. And yeah. that's why those movies are so much more heavily critiqued than like a sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi yeah. you could, look, at, look at what George Lucas did with Star Wars, dude. He literally just made up planets. Like, I'm going to make a planet called Tatooine, and the whole planet's going to be a desert. Hoth is going to be a whole planet made of ice. Mm. Like he just fucking. And you just know fucking, that that freaking. I'm just gonna go with that it. whole thing is like. Everybody use that everywhere now. Every time there's like a game or a show or a movie about space, is always like, yeah, there's gonna be a planet, just straight desert, <laughs> straight ice, and kind of. Because I play Mass, I'm playing Mass Effect right now, and there's a planet that you gotta jump on that's straight desert, <laughs> and there's one that's straight ice, and then they show you that oh, uh, the place that's full of ice. They transport water to the desert planet, and that's how they uh, that's how they make money, kind of stuff. All right, that's what's up. I didn't need to know that, but like what happened with the uh, planets that are similar to Earth that have all types of uh, they terrain they and good climate? Go. And they good to go, but they need minerals. They need uh, I don't know <laughs> minerals, man. You know minerals, man. vegetables and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think we're good. oh yeah, man. Um, I think that's the episode. See you guys at the Tell Slate. I have been Pat. And this was Kev. Thanks for having me. This is Austin today. This is Anthony. And see you guys at the Tell Slate.